Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now, from the sports staff of the Holland Sentinel, this is From the Press Box. With your hosts, Brian Vernellis, Dan Diadonna, and Chris Zatarazny. Welcome back to From the Press Box, the Holland Sentinel Sports Staff's weekly sports podcast where we talk anything and everything sports. I am sports editor Dan Diadana, along with assistant sports editor Chris Zadarazny. And we've got a couple of guests from the phenomenal Hamilton volleyball team uh, joining us in a little bit here. Um, we are first going to talk about a little football. We've got a, little, a few things to chat about before we get to our, um, our guests. Uh, Chris, we had the Zealand East uh, football team in the state semifinals on Saturday against Muskegon. First half looked really good. And did. Second half, yeah. not so good. Um, As expected, honestly. I mean, Muskegon is a great team. They're the defending state champions. Uh, what What did you see? I mean, we were both there. It was, it was cold, cold outside. snowy, yeah. everything you want in a football game. Um, but what did they do, in your opinion? What did they do well in the first half? And then what got away from them? Well, the start wasn't great. They were down fourteen nothing through a couple of drives, and then they kind of retooled and, and saw their offense as a as a weapon that they could use in different areas where uh, Muskegon was stacking the box. And then they saw the flats were open, and that's they took advantage of that. And it was fourteen fourteen pretty quickly, and it looked like all right, well they're going to get a game. And then Muskegon said, "No, we're fixing that at halftime," and they did, and they took away everything that uh, Zealand gave them. There was no chance for the chicks uh, in the second half. But I did like the defensive uh, play from the Chicks in the first half, despite giving up 24 points to the best team in probably the entire state. Um, they looked good. They looked good against uh, the number one team um, with Boone Bonama and his busted wrist. Uh, two thumbs up. Two yeah. thumbs up. Uh, they played really well against a team that had a great quarterback that could be going to Michigan and a solid run game. Um, their option is, is great. They, didn't, they took away that option with uh, Martinez there in the first half. And then once the second half started, it was kind of there again, and they just took control. But the first half, they contained it. And that's I think it's a positive for them from that game, despite the loss. All right, back to Boone. Okay, have you ever seen a high school player play with two casts? Uh, no, like I've, I've seen one cast at the most. Right. <laughs> that's it. Or, like, you know, a lot of times they'll have it like a club, like a cast club. Fusco yep. had that earlier. Yeah, he did. Year. Yeah. Uh, but, but that's he it. had both, and his thumbs were sticking out. One of them was dislocated. Yep. The other wrist was broken. <laughs> Impressive. Or uh, scary, maybe. I don't know. It seems a little dangerous with the thumbs straight out like that. <laughs> it does. To be honest with you. But um, he made it through, and uh, it was it was impressive to see. He did that the last – it wasn't just this week. He's done that the yes. last two or three weeks um, and was getting that fixed up this week. But kind of crazy. I would have never expected yeah. that. Um, I thought that they responded very well immediately. The uh, Muskegon scored on their second play on this big run, yep. and it looked like here we go, you know, and they're just going to run over everybody, and they didn't. It took a while to get to that point. Yeah. Um, so I thought that was really good that they were able to respond, and it was a great season for them. I mean, absolutely best in school history. I mean, state semifinals uh, and playing Muskegon. I mean, that's about as good as you can get, really. I mean, yeah. too bad they weren't in the finals, right? With them, that would have been a good final, but uh, great season for them with Boone and Adam Burkhorst and Josh Fusco and Gabe Taylor and 
a whole a whole bunch of a whole bunch of chicks. They had a they had a really really good season. It was really fun to watch. I mean, it, we got we knew they were good after last year. They got they returned you know all these all these star players, but they kind of hit like a second level at the end yeah, of the season they did. when they beat the Ducks and then beat the Ducks again. Um, what what is your what what do you think that legacy is for them? I think it leaves uh, a strong legacy. They're the best program. We're be talking about that with you guys later on, yeah. a little bit later. They are the best uh, senior uh, program, senior class in program history. I mean, they won a, a green title, a district title, a regional title, and beat the rival for the first time twice in a year in the regular season and the playoffs. Um, it leaves a pretty uh, high bar for next year. And it's going to be very difficult to get back there without those players. But having that bar there is what you want as a coach and as a team that means hey they got there we can get there uh, it's going to be tough but it's a it's a big legacy to leave and there's a lot of college players on that team fusco's going somewhere boone's going Wrestling, somewhere right adam's going Wrestling. somewhere michigan state there you go they're gonna get they're gonna get theirs yeah, yeah. and gabe be, and possibly boone at western yeah. yeah i'm sure gabe's going somewhere that's you don't get four college players on a team very often but they're all stars i mean they're yeah. fantastic so For sure it was exciting to watch them, and they're yeah they're leaving a strong legacy. It's going to be uh, different watching the team next year, but those guys will be, you know, off on college doing some great things. All right, and moving to our other football stuff, we've got to talk about um, the Lions. Actually, won uh, yeah, just when we just when we've counted them out. I feel like this happens every year. Um, they actually played pretty well. What I mean, what do they do well? Well, they didn't lose. That's they didn't lose. That's a, I mean, they didn't, <laughs> I didn't really watch. Do, they didn't do great. I, I didn't mean, watch any of the football game. I watched maybe the first quarter, and then I went and celebrated my birthday and did some cool stuff. And yeah, um, but I didn't really. You're the only editor. Yeah. Birthday. I'm not watching football. Yeah. I don't need to. I don't need to. <laughs> Waste <laughs> three hours a, of my day watching. Give me a, a break game. from football. Um, but it was Kenny Galladay impressed me. Looking at the stats and that photo of his, well, his that catch, catch was, was something else. Um, and watching that replay, that is a positive moving forward with a young receiver potentially a top receiver for next year it looks like he could be their guy um and so having stafford connect with him on that pass and getting that chemistry going with very few receivers on the team now uh is good going forward we'll see what happens on on thanksgiving against the bears but yeah i I feel like that's the make or break game for them i mean they're so up and down you know we have a couple games where they look like the best team around and then a couple where they look like the worst which is exactly where i would expect the lions to be yep. and uh, they they're schizophrenic they have been for decades it's kind of how it goes um but a win over the bears on thanksgiving is could be huge for them and it's there the bears killed them though the first time considering the ago. bears are in first place in the nfc north yeah that's a big game for them i mean that, but that's it they're too far behind you know, if they lose that now, they're that'll be it, three yeah. games. That's it. They're not going to make the playoffs or anything like that. So, kind of interesting and kind of cool that it, all the eggs are in the Thanksgiving basket yeah. for them. I mean, that's and they play better on Thanksgiving traditionally. Yeah, it's so, going to be an interesting game. I'll watch it from Indiana. And then the Bears won, uh, beat the Vikings. Uh, Cousins led a little bit of a comeback at the end that made it close, but but for about three three and a half quarters of that game, the Bears just looked like the best team in the NFL. Yeah, it was. Uh, so that'll be interesting to see. Um, Grand Valley State lost in their playoff. Surprisingly, I think game in that regard, I mean, against rivalry, Missouri but, State, but still to lose the opening game against a rival, they did not play very well either. No. Um, we will talk much more about that next week uh, when we're talking about our Division Two football uh, stuff. Well, Fair State did win, barely won, so there was no rematch. But they're still going to be playing, so we'll we'll break that down a little bit next week. And we've got. Hope Basketball uh, starting uh, 
that started already. Um, but we got home games starting this week. We got the um, Grand Rapids Sports Hall of Fame tournament this weekend, where Hope and Calvin play against um, Aquinas and Cornerstone. Very fun. Uh, we'll get to see Hope facing off against Sam Vanderslice from Holland Christian, who plays at Cornerstone now and has won their Conference Player of the Week the first three weeks of the season, all three. Um, he's playing great. Uh, it's going to be tough to stop, so that's going to be exciting. We'll break that down for you next week, too. Uh, the Hope women started their tip-off tournament last weekend. Uh, Chris, you were there. What did you, uh, what did you see from them? I saw the first game, which was a record-breaking game. <laughs> they scored 109 points, which is the most points scored in at the Boss Field House. Same day the men team. scored 139 yes. on the road and the most they've ever scored. Yep. Weird. What a day for I don't for, know what was in the Hope. water or uh, whatever, but... <laughs> And then they they won a, a good close game against Benedictine the next day, and Frankie Buchanan uh, tied for tenth all time in points for Hope, so she's leaving a pretty large legacy there as well. And she's just starting her senior season, so um, it's going to be an exciting season for Hope. Right now, they look really good um, through two games. Obviously, a blowout game. You get everybody in. Uh, they got seven new players uh, that are on the team, so they're trying to get everybody in, get that chemistry flowing. Um, they play on Tuesday night tonight, which we'll go see, and uh, they play. Kel- um, I can't think of the name. Concordia is Concordia. Is yeah, uh, they're playing Concordia, so it. it I'm, I'm glad schedule, you know your letters. It should, it should be a, <laughs> should be a win. Thank you for that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they got to get that going before before the Christmas break. Get that chemistry flowing. But right now, it's just looking like another hope. Women's program is uh, going to do real well. Yeah, they look like uh, could be a Final Four team. I'm I'm saying it. Uh-huh. Right now, yeah. They well, here's what I told you last week after after the game. They look like kind of sand mixing in a jar when you mix all that sand together at the, one of those places that you pay like ten bucks to get a sand bottle. Yeah, it looks like that, but all meshed together in like the perfect colors. Yeah, everyone was passing to somebody. They had uh, half their baskets were assisted, which is really incredible. Even with a blowout game, mm-hmm. I mean, you could have breakaways and you don't even right. know. But twenty six baskets out of forty were assisted on. That's pretty cool. And you have seven new players playing in rotation, so it looked good. It looked really good. That's good. And uh, with that, we're going to let Chris get to that Hope Women's game. Uh, uh, but yes, indeed. not before I give him a little a good dig about making sure that everyone knows that I did beat him in the football picks officially for the whole year. Unfortunate. Um, you gave it a good fight, Chris, or whatever fight you could. Uh, I led for a week. You so. led for a whole week. That's the best you've done in three years. I'll take it. Um, so that's a momentum you can build on for next year. Yeah. So, all right. And with that, we bid farewell to Chris, um, and we say hello to Hamilton's Taylor Phillips and Tori Fulkert. How are you guys doing? Good. Good. All right. We've got a lot of volleyball to break down. Um, we kind of have been planning on this for a couple weeks, and you guys just kept winning and winning and winning, so we, we decided we better wait. Um, so... State quarterfinals, you guys won the conference, you guys won the districts, you guys won regional. That's an awful lot of trophies. Yeah. It's not a lot of, awful lot of trophies. Um, what, what do you guys think was so special about your team? I think just the fact that we all got along so well and, like, even off the court, like, hanging out was never difficult. Like, I've seen teams and been on teams that, like, struggle to get along and that, that translates onto the court. And I think, like, the bonding that we had had done and, like, how we got along in the past has really contributed to how we play together. Yeah, I'd say that our chemistry on and off the court was the strongest I've ever been a part of, and that was huge mm-hmm. for us. Yep. All right. And still knowing that, which was great, and it really showed you guys took you know kind of a, a step last year you guys won districts last year mm-hmm. if you'd have told me at the beginning of this year 
that you were going to go from that team to this team. I don't know if I would have believed you, but watching you halfway through the regular season, I absolutely would have believed you. Um, when did that confidence come? Because you kind of have to believe you can do it before you do it. I think like just being able to play in tournaments and that kind of thing where you can experience or like experiment with like what you can do, we could really see like wow, we can do some like strong things right here, and then maybe we could use this in some of our more important matches, and that kind of builds and builds and like through when we keep doing that, like that kind of increased our confidence and kind of set us for higher goals than we had earlier anticipated. Yeah, and I think one of the biggest things for us was we went on a team retreat one weekend to Corbin's Cottage, Mm -hmm. and I think that weekend was a big turnaround for us. We kind of set some goals, and we decided that we needed to set our eyes on regionals, and we all kind of grew really close together. So I think that was a really big turning point for our team. Mm -hmm. Very cool, very cool. All right, and my favorite part of the season is every time there's a timeout Uh, because Coach yells, volleyball, or on the rare time that you guys are not doing so well, volleyball (laughs) and then you guys scream at the top of your lungs basically um it's become a staple of your program yeah volleyball uh i mean he started that last year right Mm -hmm. i mean what explain to me what that's like hearing that and when it first started and just how that's kind of grown with you guys well i think in the past like we've always struggled with kind of being positive in like all times of the game and I think energy like the fluctuation with that has kind of been a struggle on any team not just Hamilton but I mean so like that whole idea of like being positive even when we're losing at any time out has really kind of like changed our mindset and that was pretty big for us this year. Tori? Yeah um, I'd say that energy is like the biggest thing that hurt and helped us the whole entire season like Mm -hmm. during some of our important games like when we lost a few games during tournaments or whatever we all knew it was just because of our energy level and our energy level wasn't where it needed to be and so i think that's what like specifically one set i would think of is the regional semifinals when or the regional finals sorry um when the fourth set when we were down um we kind of knew that our energy level wasn't where it needed to be and we needed to have positive attitudes so i think that was a really big point for us Mm -hmm. all right and for everybody who did not read the sentinel story on that they were uh, playing Edwardsburg in the regional final, and they were down two sets to one. And in the fourth, they were down 22 to 20 and could have been facing elimination. And they had five consecutive points to win the set, mm-hmm. force a fifth, and move on, um, which was very exciting to see. Um, and it's been now in that that was um, that moment there, those five straight points were all kills by AJ pretty much. Uh, that was kind of her great awakening moment of, of <laughs> the regional tournament. Uh, what's great about you guys is she is such a dynamic player, but she only had to carry you guys a couple of times when it was her turn to carry you guys. You guys all split that up. Um, you had different matches, um, were just li- and even little things give you that energy. I mean, I remember one um, one match. I now I've seen so many now I can't remember which one. But Taylor, you had like two blocks in a row, mm-hmm. and it just you know, it just got you guys back on track, and yeah. you know had that going. Um, Tori, we talked to one, one of maybe the one of the regional games, maybe the regional semifinal game. Yeah, just had a couple aces right in there. Boom, mm-hmm. you know, just kind of did it. Um, you know, Corbin and Justine play great from the outside. Um, they've, uh, you, you, and then you have uh, Chloe and uh, Olivia on the right side, and um, Alicia Couturier with her jokes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That, that, 
that seem like they did more for you guys than her play. Not that her play was bad by any means. Uh, she's a good player, but that's you know seems to be a little spark that you guys have. And then um, you and Shelby Tori sharing the the setting duties. I mean, there's that's a lot of talent on yes. their team. And I did I miss anybody? That's pretty much. I mean, you got. I mean, Sally comes in off the bench at times, and uh, you guys had some you know really good bench play. And uh, Morgan Hoverding, mm-hmm. she um, would be starting on most teams. Uh, you guys. We're able to, you know, kind of share the wealth a little bit. But what yeah. is that like seeing? I mean, a lot of good teams have one or two really good players that they rely on. Um, but you guys, anybody could have could have stepped up any any match, and you guys did. You guys all took turns. Did you guys talk about this beforehand? Did you go, oh man, it's Taylor's <laughs> turn to have the big monster match uh, today? <laughs> I mean, how does that how does that work? And how I mean, how cool is that um, when you are able to spread it around like that? Well, I think it's like really cool to see like everyone's like strengths are so unique and I think that's really been a huge thing for us. Like some people specialize in energy. Like Alicia's energy blows me away and I think that's really blows cool. Me away. <laughs> yeah. She's like the smallest volleyball player I've ever seen with the most energy. It's awesome. We've made up so many cheers I can't even count. But it's yeah. Like those those different things are really big for us and I think that kind of makes everything a little bit more positive when you know that okay this person can step up for this and this person can step up for this and that can get you out of those big holes yeah and i think having a super well-rounded team has really helped us because everyone's going to have an off game every once in a while but when someone's having an off game there's always three more people there to step Mm -hmm. up and have their great game so i think it's really awesome for us to be able to handle off nights all right and one person that we didn't talk about how could we not um Alyssa lester (laughs) uh the libero she's uh she is i'm teasing this now for the people who are actually sticking around to listen to this mm-hmm. that she's one of our co-volleyball players of the year which we've never had a back row player be a volleyball one of our volleyball players of the year um she's that good mm-hmm. i have not seen a back yeah. row player quite like her what is it about her that makes her so amazing i think it's just her determination to never give up on a ball and I think we've all said that multiple times about her. Like, she will not give up on a ball until it has hit the ground. And I think that's so amazing. Like, she just has so much determination back there. And she's always super encouraging. And she's just like, I've never played with someone like her. And she's awesome. Yeah, she's so aggressive. And I think one of the things that I've admired about her for years is her work ethic and how much she puts into that. And I think that's very obvious when she hits the floor. Yeah, and she really hits the floor. I mean, she she had a Band-Aid on her face one time during this match. I was sure that it was because she went right through the floor, um, which I'm glad, I guess I'm glad was not the case, although that would have made a great story. But um, it's, it's just amazing to have that, that rock kind of in the back that Mm -hmm. you don't, that's, you guys don't have to worry about. It's one less thing to worry about. I'm sure that, that right, that that Mm -hmm. helped it just, Mm -hmm. okay, well, as a blocker, especially to that, give you a little different yes, kind of confidence very I mean, a much. lot of your blocks you're going up alone yeah the way your rotation works mm-hmm. uh how did that affect you oh i it's 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 good to have someone that you can count on to know like okay i need to get this but if i don't like there's people behind me and there's people backing me up and that's a like a major confidence boost all right and you're back there with her mm-hmm. quite a bit what is that i mean you were you're about <laughs> as close as you can get to her half the time what yeah. is that like seeing that um not just that she gets to it, but just the way she gets to it. What is that like seeing that at such a close range? I think it's so awesome because I think going into the beginning of the season, my back row play wasn't as great as I wanted it to be. And so I kind of looked up to her as someone to 
helped me out and started getting me going on that. And I think that was like the biggest thing that improved over the season for me was my back row play. And I think it was a lot. Of, I give her a lot of the props because I was able to like watch her and learn from her and get tips from her. And then I think another thing is obviously being a setter, I was getting majority of her passes. And so it's always nice to have someone that you can count on to get you a nice high pass to be able to set up all your hitters. So. For sure. For sure. All right. And I wanted to talk a little bit about the community support. Uh, you guys, your volleyball fans traveled very well. Mm-hmm. Um, the quarterfinals, that place was packed. Um, and just about everything leading up to it was was packed, although you know some of those were a little closer to home. Some of them were further, Edwardsburg or Vicksburg, mm-hmm. when you guys played Edwardsburg. That mm-hmm. was quite a ways. Um, a lot of sports don't get that kind of fan base. I feel like you outdrew a couple football games um, <laughs> from some of our smaller schools just yeah. – based on how many people were actually there the excitement was there um i don't know if you i mean you guys probably don't know this but your stories and photo galleries every just about every match from you know the start of the post or even from um the byron center match rematch on dominated our web hits like like something hamilton volleyball was in the top three web hits of the whole week, including all the news stuff, not just sports, <laughs> the whole week, every week, every week all the way through this week, uh, the your quarterfinal photo gallery was number one. Mm-hmm. And I, <laughs> I mean, that's impressive to me. For one, first of all, it's after a loss. Now, that, that's not to say that, you know, people, that shows how much they care because a lot of people go, oh man, they lost and they don't read the story mm-hmm. or they don't look at stuff, you know, and that's, here we are. That's dom- that dominated all of our, almost all of our playoff football coverage. You, got, you guys got more web hits than that. I mean, which is was mind blowing to us, and that was awesome to see because we were already all in with your your playoff run, and then here you guys go. They they backed it up. What has what was that like seeing? I mean, it started pretty good, but it grew as as the season went along. Um, Tori, just what was that like seeing? that fan support and just all those people in the stands yeah the fan support was amazing like as i said before our team draws off energy and being able to count on our community and our fan base to have that to bring that energy no matter where we were was huge for us mm-hmm. yeah i think like having a new coach for these past two years and obviously like when you get a new coach it's like okay like what kind of skills are we going to work on and how are we going to like build this team but i think also like what one of his strengths that he's brought is like his incredible ability to be able to like draw that community in and i think that's been like a huge change for us and it is extremely positive and that has helped us out a lot yeah i've noticed a lot more you guys have more social media presence you guys mm-hmm. have more interaction um Chris, our assistant, he was so floored because he came to the quarterfinal match. He hadn't seen you guys all year just mm-hmm. because, you know, I kind of told everybody, well, I'm going to follow them and you get to do <laughs> other things. So, but somebody had to cover the other things too, you know, but he gets there and before the the match even start, uh, your coach goes, hey, Chris, to him. And he's like, oh my gosh, he knows who I am. Like, <laughs> even though I haven't been here all season, like that's, but that's the kind of engagement that, um, that, coach how do you say it Michalajczyk 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 yeah. okay all right that's, a, that's I'm always I always have to write it which is <laughs> honestly much harder than saying it we learned um, how to spell it to the tune of the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse theme song yes that <laughs> is awesome that is awesome all right um so uh, yeah and I finally got it where I don't have to stare at the roster every time you know that I write it down um but that's the kind of engagement he brings he's 
it goes reversely. He's so invested in you guys, mm-hmm. and he spreads the word about you guys. But he also is invested in other parts of the community, and I feel like that that relationship, those relationships, are really, you know, kind of bringing up, up a bigger relationship. And that was very, very cool to see because mm-hmm. you don't get a lot of uh, basically sellout crowds in a volleyball match. You just don't. I mean, you don't in high school sports. You don't really get that at all in any sport. Unless it's like the Zealand East versus West football game, because yeah. everybody in the whole <laughs> town shows up. Um, but other than that, I mean, this is a, like Holland versus Holland Christian basketball, Saugatuck versus Fenville basketball. You get their whole towns to show up, and Holland Holland Christian basketball is, is a huge rivalry. You guys got that kind of crowd at every match. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just when you played Holland Christian; it was every match, and I think that was incredible. I'm I'm glad that you guys realized how just how big of a deal that was because. I mean, it was it's a really big deal. All right, so Holland Christian, I just mentioned them. You guys played them in the district final. Uh, had to come back and win in five. That seemed yeah. to be your theme. Uh, <laughs> we like to keep it If you it really wanted that trophy, re- <laughs> district final, regional final, you had to come back in five. Um, Holland Christian's obviously a really, really good team. Mm-hmm. Uh, they would have been in at least the regional final, too, had they gotten past you. They would have firmly believe they would have beat Stevensville yeah. Lakeshore and they also match up inter- interestingly with Edwardsburg and they could have won that match too it would be more of a you know 50-50 um, but to come back in their gym and do and do that and and get uh, the district trophy win it it I'll be honest it looked bleak a couple of times <laughs> um, I know you're going to say energy but besides energy <laughs> What was it that, because uh, we know energy, that's obviously your guys' theme, but what were you guys able to do so much better? What did that energy translate into in the fourth and fifth set against Holland Christian? I think for us seniors, I think a common theme between all of us was panic a little bit. Panic, <laughs> we were I like all, that. Panic we were, mode, all right. We were all a little scared. Like, we were not ready for this to be the end of our season. We knew that we wanted to go much farther than district finals, and besides not even winning it, and we knew that regional, our eyes were on regionals, and so we knew that we had to turn something around, or us seniors were not going to be able to leave quite the legacy that we wanted to, and obviously we had a really great season win or lose that district finals game, but we really wanted to show what we could do and we knew we could go a lot farther so I think all of us seniors kind of turned to the team and we said we need to turn this around or this isn't gonna end how we want it to so I think it was just all of us seniors getting together and talking and saying we need to fix this or we're not going to be where we want to be so yeah like I think in a lot of cases people are like well don't like think about the negative outcomes we just want to think about winning and at that point when we were down in that um, I don't know if it was the third or fourth game, but you're sitting on the bench just like, oh, man, like what would happen if we go home tonight? And I think we use that as like motivation that night rather than kind of like negativity, and that pushed us because in those last um, – in that last game, in the fourth game, we like were really aggressive and lots of blocks, and that helped us out a lot. For sure, and I mean objectively, I've seen a lot of volleyball over the years. That was probably the best match I've ever seen. <laughs> Be, that maybe that wasn't a state final. Sometimes that has a different kind of energy. But it's two rivals, and for us as the Sentinel, it's two local, both local teams. So it doesn't that adds to it because you know both teams have a good story that's coming here or not, and it lasted till the very end. And both teams played really well. It wasn't like, well, you know, they won the first couple of sets, you know, whatever in a match. Sometimes that happens where because the other team played awful and then then flipped because the momentum flips in volleyball as well. You guys know, um, but like you guys both played really well for the most part throughout the whole match. Um, 
What was that part of it like? And just what was Holland Christian doing so much better? Because you've played them, you played them throughout the year. You, I feel like you guys beat them maybe in three the first time, but it went five the second time and the third time, right? I mean, mm-hmm. what was it that elevated in their game as the season went on? And I feel like that, you know, kind of made that match pretty special. Um, well, I think they they put up a really strong block that night, so that was one of the things that I personally noticed. But um, other than that, like I think they brought a lot of energy to like just the idea that this is the last time we're going to play each other as seniors, especially. But this year, and that was pretty big. So as two rivals ending the season, that was a big motivator. Yeah, and I think that us with that being the fourth time that we had met them in one season, mm-hmm. um, I think that. We had plenty of film to watch, and we knew how to pick each other's teams apart, and we knew what we had to do. So I think it was at the point where we both were at the high, and we both knew what we had to do. It was just who could execute their plan a little bit better and pull out the game. Yeah, right. right. And that's one of those. I mean, your coach said it. Their coach said it. I mean, that's uh, that match was played so well by both teams that in the postseason you hate to have a loser right. because it was just so great. I mean, that could have yeah. been that could have easily been uh, you know a couple things go different, and you're indifferent districts that could have been a regional final easily mm-hmm. you know um so but that was very exciting to watch i love when you know you get a good really good match because they're few and far between sometimes when you have really great teams because usually really great teams take care of business um which you guys did for the most part mm-hmm. all season um but that level was still there when you guys played them and that was really exciting especially the last two times um all right, and then we talked a little bit about the regional final already. You guys then made it to the state quarterfinals. You guys lost to number one Grand Rapids Christian, who went on to smoke everybody and mm-hmm. win the state championship. Looking back now, I mean, I know that didn't you guys didn't play how you guys had hoped in that match. You also know how good of a team that is, yep. and they, you know, they quickly slaughtered everybody the way the rest of the way too. Mm-hmm. Does that help? A little bit going well. We lost to the state champions. I mean, and also just knowing how good how good they were. I mean, what what is it like? No, I mean, obviously it was disappointing and heartbreaking that evening. And but you also got to try to balance how good you guys did. Now that it's you know kind of been a few days or over a week now. Just what what is that balance and feeling like now? Yeah. Well, I think um, seeing that they won the state finals, I think that proved that we put up a good fight against the team but they were just really really good and seeing that they went three and all with everyone that they played in the postseason I think we felt a little bit better about our loss and I think I would give them the props they played super well and they picked us apart and made us look worse that night than we usually were and we tried to execute our game plan but they were just a little bit better than we were and they were having a really odd night as well so I think they did a really good job and I'm I'd say I'm very satisfied with how our season ended. I, I mean, obviously it was a three, it was an zero and three loss, and mm-hmm. I mean that's what that is what it is. But I think that seeing that we lost to the state champions, like I think we can walk out of that game with our heads high. Yep, I definitely gave myself a few crying days just because that concluded my last volleyball season. But um, you should, it should yeah. be that much to do. That's okay. <laughs> just yeah. casually sobbing while I put my jerseys in the wash, you know. <laughs> right. But I, <laughs> yeah, no. Looking back at it though, since it's been a few days, like it does it. I am kind of torn because it's this good team that beat us, and it's like, oh, man, like you know how it feels to be on the receiving end of that. So it's like you don't, you know. But, um, but yeah, it, it does help a little bit, like seeing how far they went and saying, okay, well, considering how we played, we did put up a good fight. And I think, yeah, 
that kind of helped a little bit. All right. And you guys talked about, have talked a little bit about being the seniors on the team. You guys have five yep, seniors, yep. right? You guys and Alyssa, Morgan, and Chloe, right? And you guys had a great run. You guys helped turn this program around. Um, but only one of you guys is playing volleyball mm-hmm. <laughs> in the future, which I think is astonishing considering how great you guys have been. Um, not that that defines who you guys are or anything like that. But um, as seniors, just what do you – what do you see as your legacy in this program? Um, my biggest thing this year was that I wanted to build on the things that we've done in the past. Like, I feel like I would have definitely been a little bit disappointed if we hadn't gone home with districts um, trophy because we did do that in the past. And so I feel like the legacy that we were just kind of able to, as our kind of slogan is rise up. But yeah, so that was pretty big for me to just be able to um, gain from what we had done in the past and those mistakes and kind of build on that. Yeah, I think it's huge being a senior and being able to say that I was part of the team that was able to turn our Hamilton Volleyball mm-hmm. program around and being able to have that pride of walking in the gym someday and being able to see my district, the district banner with my 17 and my 18 and the conference with 18 and regionals with 18. Like, yeah. I think that's just really awesome to be able to say that I was a part of all of that and that I was able to help out my team and my community and show that like Hamilton Volleyball can be a really important thing. For sure, for sure. All right, and we talked. I'm going to put you guys on the spot about each other here for a little bit. So we we talked about energy. Obviously, that's been the big theme. I don't know of anybody who's more vocally energized in a match than Taylor Phillips. <laughs> um, you, uh, as as highlighted in the famous now famous photo of you in the Sentinel, of you <laughs> roaring uh, from the bench at the. That's not even yelling or screaming. It was a full on roar, um, which is awesome. Um, but. Tori, just watching that, I mean, I know she had that a bit last year, and it came and it went at times, but to have that ability to energize the team, not just with you know making a block or, or making a kill or something like that, but to then get so energized herself that it comes out in roar form, um, <laughs> just what was that like watching that explosion of energy out of Taylor. Yeah, Taylor's energy is so much fun. And honestly, like this season, we started making a joke and talking about our energy, which is bench energy. Mm-hmm. And so that was like a huge piece for us this season. And so being able to like see Taylor have so much fun on the bench and she wasn't even like out on the court. She was having the time of her life on the bench. <laughs> and that is just so much fun to see. And like I could always count on hearing her voice when I was on the court and we were stuck in a rut or I was just struggling with trying to get a good clean set up. And it was really, really nice to be able to hear her on the bench and she she was just awesome all season. Yeah, and so, like I said, we're putting you on the spot here. We're <laughs> going to talk about each of you here. So, I love those in those regional matches and in districts when you would roar. As we have, you guys, if you haven't seen the photo, please search for it on the Sentinel website. It's awesome. Um, but every time I would look up, and it would be a millisecond. You know, because I I got to the point where when I knew you were on the bench, I knew that that photo was possible. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but it, I would look up and be, I would be ready, and I'd be watching the play, and then I'd look look up, and then, but you'd somehow be four feet further, yeah, in less than a second <laughs> of where the camera was and where I was pegged for you to be standing up and jumping. All of a sudden, I don't know how you did it, how you moved that fast to get out out there. 
I don't really know either. It just happens. <laughs> I think I Alyssa or Alicia used to stomp a lot, and so I was like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna try that. But I didn't do it on the court. I like did it on the bench, and I just it just it just happens. But at our at our court or state quarterfinals, they wouldn't let me go out that far, and so I didn't know how to cheer. I was just like, okay, I just stand by my chair. It's really yeah. awkward. So we can blame whoever had that rule on the yeah. quarterfinal loss? Okay. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Oh, That's what I'm course. taking away from this. Okay. Um, <laughs> um, so Taylor, just where does that energy come from? And how was it so much more this year? And how much fun is it to unleash like that? It's tons of fun. <laughs> I think this year, for some reason, the, just the structure of our team has kind of allowed me to have those people that I can like develop those cheers with and like scream with and I think just the chemistry of this team has made that a lot more possible and that helps it a lot all right very awesome very awesome one it was one of my favorite things to watch because (laughs) I knew no matter what if you guys are up by a ton if you guys are down by a ton and a point or and a point happen roar here it comes (laughs) so um so thanks for roaring uh (laughs) all right now Tori does not have the same roar a uh, few do really, um, but she. <laughs> oh, but watching her play all year, the she she comes across really cool, calm, and collected. But if you look real close in her eyes when she's about to serve, it's not cool, calm, and collected. <laughs> it is. I'm going to beat you right now <laughs> with this serve, um, and it comes out in different times. You can see when she goes up for a set, her it's like her eyes lock into place differently. I don't know how to, else to explain it to people that aren't seeing this, but. It, that it, the quiet intensity forms. Um, what is that like watching that? Would you say that's a pretty accurate description? Yeah, definitely. See, I could tell I watched you guys a lot this year. <laughs> nice. Uh, what 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 is it like watching that? And you know, everybody brings a little bit different kind of intensity, energy, and stuff. What what was it about that too that that Tori brought for you guys? Yeah, I think it's huge, and I kind of see that firsthand because I'm a hitter and I have to click with her, and so I think. Like her focus has like brought a ton to this team, and just the fact that every time that we need adjustments, it happens in the next set, and every single time, and it helps a ton. Okay, and Tori, just what what is it about yourself that allows that? I mean, you can appear very calm, and which you were, you weren't, you weren't uncalm, right. um, but even you know between points, things aren't going so well. You're like, you know, okay, we're we're okay. You know, you're trying to. I mean, you were vocal, but it wasn't loud vocal, you know, and everything like that. But the second that ball is served, whether you're the one serving it or the opponent, your face completely changed. Was Is that by design? Is that something like that just kind of naturally happened? I mean... Yeah, to be completely honest, I don't really notice that I do that. And I think that's honestly the first time I've ever heard someone say that about me. But it's true, isn't it? David? <laughs> but, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I guess it's just like my determination. Like when I go out there, like a lot of the times it's like my set is just a little bit off or I'm not quite in the right place and I'm just not putting it where it needs to be. That can really affect our hitters and affect them and their ability to get kills. And so I think my determination is just at the point like I want my team to be successful and so in order for my team to be su- successful my sets need to be successful so I think just going out there with determination gotcha yeah it's definitely it's <laughs> definitely a thing it's definitely a thing I would catch myself just and it would just I would see it f- flip and I'd be mm-hmm. like oh dang okay yeah. uh, she means business silent roar yeah. yeah cause it's not I mean you're very um, you bring your own kind of energy mm-hmm. but you're very quiet but like upbeat 
you know, and then all of a sudden, here it comes, you know, <laughs> yeah. and that was that was super fun to watch. And we know Alicia was the jokester. Um, AJ brought a different kind of intensity. Um, and when it came, I feel like she kind of saved it up until it was absolutely needed. And then, boom, it yeah. all came out. Like, I feel like other people's energy comes out a little bit here and there. And I feel like hers was like a volcano. Mm-hmm. You just had to get to it. Um, but Justine was real. Justine Bronkhorst, she was real quiet, but she kind of has those yeah. intense mm-hmm. eyes. I feel like uh, Olivia and Corbin have, they just, they get fueled by having fun playing. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like Definitely. they, they're more bubbly and that kind of, that kind of works, um, that kind of works for them. Um, but what, what do you guys see from like somebody like Justine and somebody like, um, like Chloe? They bring it. It's just a little different kind of factor that they bring. I think just the consistency there because they're always there, and sometimes they'll just be up and then get a sweet kill or a good dig, and it's like wow, like you've been here and focused this whole time, and like yeah, it's it's just the consistency of that. Yeah, I mean, I can always count on them to be there and be consistent with their hits and getting their hits in the court, and I think that like seeing Justine's determination, like she works really hard on practice and being able for her to have kind of that intensity in her eyes of I'm going to get this and I'm determined to help my team and get these kills. I think that's really awesome. And I think Corbin and Liv with their bubbly personalities, like they, they feed off of fun and like they, they feed off of having like the pressure kind of off of them a little bit and just being able, being able to go out there and laugh and have fun. And then they'll just kind of go up there and casually and then they slam a kill and then they're kind of like laughing again all of a sudden. And you're like, where did that come from? And it's just really awesome <laughs> to see everyone's personality. Yeah, it's a pretty good balance to the roar, wouldn't mm-hmm. you say? I mean, I feel like that really. <laughs> yeah. You guys never got too high, too low um, for the most part. Um, and Tori, just talk a little bit about you and Shelby as setters. You guys mm-hmm. uh, both had different. Um, roles as setters but both are still setters and you guys have different personalities as well just what what was that like having a two setter um, formula that seemed to work very well yeah I mean I love being able to run an offense where we have two setters sharing the time because we feed off of each other and at practice we're able to help each other out and being able to like and some of us work better with different hitters so it's really awesome to be able to like work out our rotation if I work better with someone then and she works better with someone we can kind of even that out with our rotation and I think just being able to have someone there like to support in that same position because like obviously the hitters all are hitting and they have each other in the back row they have each other so it's really awesome to be able to have that setter that I can lean on if I'm having a bad game or I'm just struggling with something we can watch each other and it's just we've been able to support each other a lot this season and it's been awesome very cool very cool and you guys had five all-region players on your team which is incredible (laughs) yeah and four of them are returning and I mean, you guys obviously have a really good and uh, senior class that you guys did so much as kind of like the I don't know what the right word is, uh, but the almost like the matriarchs of this group, yeah. you know. Um, but the it's not like you built up to this point and that's it. I mean, you've got a good chunk of that lineup back for all region players. What is that like for you guys as seniors, knowing that? it's going to continue after you leave it. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's really exciting to be able to see the potential coming up to our program. And I think looking and being able to watch our JV team this year, I think we have a, real, a lot of really awesome players coming up that have a lot of potential to be some awesome studs on our varsity team. And I'm super excited to be able to come back next year and see what they've done with the legacy we've left so far. Yeah, I think that kind of brings a lot of pride for where I came from. And 
just knowing like, okay, I built my legacy here, but I also get to watch you build yours, and that's really exciting. Yeah, it doesn't happen for a lot of teams. A lot of teams get, you know, build up to this team, and your whole team is, or almost everybody on the team is seniors. Mm-hmm. You have this amazing thing, and then you kind of have to, the, the program has to start from, from square one again. Um, and that's what is different about this program, and that's going to be really, really exciting to see um, as that goes in the future. Um, so, Taylor Phillips and Tori Folker, thank you so much for joining us and from the press box. Um, stay tuned next week. We'll have uh, hopefully more guests and more big things to talk about as we break down uh, Hope's basketball tournament this weekend, Thanksgiving football, and um, yeah, look ahead to high school basketball and high school winter sports. All right, so from, from the press box, this is Dandy Adana. Thanks for listening. going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts.